Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. You know, if I wanted to kill somebody, I'd take this book and beat you to death with it, and I wouldn't feel a thing. Take our life from us. We laid it down. We got tired. There's over! Ladies and germs! Welcome to Stories from the Crypt. Me down the garden path and show me the fucking gnomes. We're back. <laughs> I swear, have you, are you, do you think these up at work and then you just uh, like, write nah, them down? Nah, nah, nah. Yeah, they do a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> just, just a little bit. Just a little bit. Good evening. We are, we are Stories from the Crypt. Welcome to this week's episode. Episode number fewer. My name oh, is Luke. Yeah. My name's Max. Lovely to have you here with us. Thanks for hanging out, as always. Uh, you can find us on all the socials um, at SFTC Podcast. Yeah, you can give us an email, storiesandcrypt at gmail.com. Indeed, yes. if you've ever been mugged off by Mothman, barraged yeah, by Bigfoot. I was going to say, have you ever been bigoted by Bigfoot? <laughs> bigoted by Bigfoot, yeah. Uh, yeah, we're on our all good podcast platforms, so wherever you found this, give us a... A follow, give us a review, five stars, thank you. Uh, give us a, give it a thumbs up. We're always so, about, yeah. loitering about every week, uh, chilling, drinking some beers, spending yeah. too much time on the internet. So we are a horror, weird news, alternative, strangeness, cryptids, UFOs, aliens, ghosts, that's us, with a bit of a film review I did on at the end. All of the above, yeah. Living the dream. Again, we just love we love spooky shit. We love yeah. loitering around in those just areas of the internet just that people are scared to of, go. Just a couple of spooky buys. <laughs> hey there, demons! It's me, your boy. <laughs> right then, what was the teaser from last week? Something about spooky children? Ooh, yeah. So, ghosts of naughty school children heard giggling and playing in haunted old school. Visitors at Man- Manor Farm County Park in Hampshire recall seeing things fly around and doors being slammed shut with sounds of children playing in the school area. A former schoolhouse is said to be haunted by the ghosts of naughty children that slam doors and giggle in the corridor. Paranormal experts uh, were spooked by the young ghouls, <laughs> which they claim to date back to the 15th century. Ghost hunter Tony Ferguson, 37, said the spooky tots reached out to him last weekend during a visit to the haunted I'm Sorry, can I just in- in- interject? Where's this news story from? Uh, this is the fine UK establishment of The Mirror. I'm guessing that the ghost hunter did not call them spooky tots. <laughs> I'm guessing that's an editorial uh, Somebody had a journalistic... Bit of fun with it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no way he called them spooky tots. Spooky tots. 
I mean, I, I kind of hope that you did. Spooky tots who had asbos. <laughs> yeah. Wearing hoodies. Happy slapping children. <laughs> yeah. From the 15th it's, century. It's been it a before. mugging. Cool. <laughs> yeah. uh, he said, everybody with, uh, with us heard children. Very young children in this area around midnight. Why the emphasis on very young children? Because uh, just in case there's some questionable people reading this. Yeah, true. Just in case he doesn't sweat. Yeah. <laughs> He's sat there with the fucking robot and the elephant <laughs> from last week as well. They ripped the geezer yeah. in half. Just, yeah. They're all just sat there like, we were in a Pizza Express at the time, mate. <laughs> Robot's like, I don't know what you're talking about. I don't even play chess. <laughs> oh, Tony Come Ferguson on. sat there as well. Tony Ferguson? Oh, so he's a ghost What's hunter, that? Tony Ferguson, oh, 37. I was thinking he was like a manager of like Ipswich Town or something. <laughs> he does sound like that, doesn't he? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> the house is out in a secluded location, so they were left shocked and stunned. There were lots of footsteps and banging noises upstairs that happened on command, then everybody started to hear children. Having visited once in 2018, to Tony said he felt as though he had unfinished business. As he crept around the old building, hearing lots of dis disembodied footsteps, children playing and slamming doors. The property, also a wartime cottage, is located at Manor Farm Country Park in Hampshire and dates back to the 1400s. The veteran ghoul hunter took members of the public along with him to show them just how haunted the building was. How do we get in on this shit? You know what I mean? Nice. We've got to be become established ghost hunters, I suppose. Yeah. Yeah. And he basically says, takes people around on the grounds uh, where visitors have reported seeing apparitions or being spoken to by otherworldly beings. Uh, he said he also heard a growling sound when he was in the church. Um, and he looked into one of the tombstones, and there was a growl coming from it. <laughs> it's very dark down here. He looked into a tombstone? <laughs> apparently. A t what? A tombstone's yeah. a headstone. Yeah, apparently. It was a tombstone when they have the, the concrete slab. The where slab the on the top, Ah, yeah. uh, okay. Uh, growing up, I had a few paranormal experiences of seeing a gentleman in my granddad's house as a child. As I got a bit older, I saw a female apparition at my mum's house. Oh, he's just fucking telling him about himself now. Get back to the church, mate. Um, yeah, and then he just goes on to say, I document haunted places around the area. Um, Has he got but, a book coming out as well, so? Probably, mate. Yeah. Yeah. Come on, then. Hit me with your headlines, boy. Right, let's go. Antiques Roadshow viewers, stunned by £20,000 evil-looking effigy, a horror of a doll. Spate of Bigfoot sightings sparks new theory that the mythical beast could be real. I'm telling you he's real, dude. I'm not disputing that, dude. However, he could be dead, according to this next one. US Army sent squad of commandos to murder Bigfoot family for tests. Bigfoot spotted on Brit, uh, Brit Beach as terrified tourists report seeing 15-foot-tall beast. And then, man abducted by aliens 50 years ago said he was warned of World War Three and COVID. A lot of Bigfoot news. There's a lot I'm, going here, on. I'm here for it. I'm and here for it. There's even some stuff that I haven't included. Like I've got an makes extra, my like, Bigfoot news look tame. <laughs> yeah, I've got like an extra five or six Bigfoot well, news we'll, stories on my phone. So we'll, we'll keep them in the bank. Hit me with your news. Two separate Bigfoot sightings reported in South Carolina this year. 
Ooh. That's all the Bigfoot news I could come up with. Ah, fair enough. Blazing through the stars, UFO reported exploding over Colesbad during storm. <laughs> An exploding UFO? UFO reported exploding over Colesbad during storm. What? Bull with horns on fire, gauls man to death. <laughs> <laughs> I was halfway through drinking my fucking beer, mate. What? what? Uh, uh, try that again. Bull with horns on fire gores man to death after being set alight as part of Spanish festival. What? I mean, that geezer sounds like he deserved it if you're going around setting bulls on fire. The US Forest Service Guide to Completely Obliterating a Horse with Explosives. <laughs> what? <laughs> What? Yep. Holy shit. Right, you're going first and you're hitting me with the horse explosives. You want the horse explosives <laughs> yeah, first? Yeah, straight off the bat, mate. Let's let's dive in there. There's a diagram and everything. I'll show you that. I'll show you that at the end. <laughs> Is this like that time they tried to blow up a whale? Remember that? <laughs> yeah, didn't it just go everywhere? Yeah, they just... Like beach whale, wasn't it, so? Yeah, and it, uh, well, it was dead light, and they tried to blow yeah. it up to get rid of it, and it just sent, like, huge chunks like of whale, whale blubber meat. across the town. Yeah, like, a mile into the air, and it was just coming careering down and, like, smashing cars and shit. It was so good. The video is amazing. Uh, right, right, yeah. Hit me with the horse explosives. <laughs> <laughs> this is from IFL Science. I love this website so much. The US Forest Service Guide to Completely Obliterating a Horse with Explosives. Trust us, this is not something you want to get wrong. <laughs> the United States Department of, Av of Agriculture Forest Service has, has a handy guide, complete with illustrations, on how to blow up a horse. If you've ever heard of the tale of a certain Oregon whale, which is what we just talked about, I think, yeah, that splattered yeah. across a crowd of onlookers and journalists, you probably realise this isn't a terrible idea. <laughs> Wait, don't you mean it is a terrible idea? It says you probably already realised this isn't a terrible idea. That's what it says. I think somebody's got that wrong, man, because yeah. that video of them blowing up the whale, it is a terrible idea. The guide, first published in 1995 for use by Forest Service employees, explains that sometimes you just have to blow up a horse. What? <laughs> Dead animals in recreation areas, for example, can attract bears, which could lead to a situation with either more carcasses to dispose of. Yeah, I get it, but surely, like, you're just going to... It's going to spray everywhere, the smell. It's just going to be... This is from 1995, dude. Yeah, I mean, they were simpler people back then, Yeah, they weren't as cultured as we are now. Though moving bodies of dead animals is preferable, they write, sometimes it is necessary to use explosives to get the job done, say, in remote areas or hard-to-access places where removal of the animal is not possible. In these circumstances, you better reach for your official copy of Obliterating Animal Carcasses with Explosives. <laughs> Every time, man, I'm having a swig of my... <laughs> I'm not Can doing it on purpose, I swear. Say the name of... So that, that is a legitimate a legit guide. It, book It's in name. quote marks. It's a, you better reach for your official copy of <laughs> Obliterating Animal Carcasses with Explosives. <laughs> I want a copy of this. I, I want to. I want to witness it. I want to be part of it. I want to. Well, yeah. I've got pictures that I will show you. Oh my All god! Right. It continues. 
when urgency is not a factor they recommend that dispersion a nice way of saying scattering parts of a corpse rather than obliterating <laughs> it <laughs> can be acceptable in these in these circumstances forest service employees are recommended to quote place one pound brackets 0.45 kilograms of explosives in two location under in two locations under each leg end quote as well as quite a few large explosion explosives underneath the main body and the head before you detonate employees are advised to remove the horseshoes oh wow yeah the chance of flying metal debris and increasing the odds of any further de debris before you detonate employees are advised to re remove the horseshoes decreasing the chance of flying metal debris and increasing the odds of any other debris being horse. Okay, yeah, it makes sense. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. But like, so, uh, horse IEDs. <laughs> yeah. It's basically what There's that is. There's more. Oh, wow. In cases where it's not possible to get explosives underneath the carcass, they are recommended laying a hell of a lot more explosives on top of the horse. Though they state the carcass that has been dispersed will generally be totally gone within a few days, and the corpses that have been partially obliterated will generally not show any trace of existence the next day. They advise that there is a real urgency. Sometimes complete obliteration is necessary. <laughs> Quote, most large animal carcasses can be adequately dispersed with 20 pounds of explosives, they write. However, 40 to 55 pounds are recommended to ensure total obliteration. <laughs> mo, no, mo, mo. You want to see the diagrams? Yes, I want to see the diagrams. And I'm not going to have a swig of beer so it doesn't come out of my nose again. <laughs> So I think that's when you can put it underneath on the legs or underneath the legs. Do you want to see the next one? Yes. <laughs> that's and it literally says total obliteration. Yeah. Wow. That's literally covered in like sticks of dark. Why have they even put one between the feet down there? That seems a little bit unnecessary. To Blow them apart, maybe? I don't know. It's just, I don't know. Just, it is just a diagram of a horse with, like... Just covered in sticks. It, well, it just looks like hot dogs all over it. It's <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> like a weird armour. So what do you want? Antiques Roadshow doll or man abducted by aliens 50 years ago said he was warned of World War Three and COVID. Let's go for the doll. Antiques Roadshow viewers stunned by £20,000 evil-looking effigy. A horror of a doll. A horror... Of a doll. <laughs> Antiques Roadshow viewers were left pretty stunned after a creepy effigy was valued at between £10,000 and £20,000. I think this is the most interesting and unusual doll I've ever seen in my 36 years. I can just see you out in your face. I was trying so hard that. That really took me by surprise. <laughs> I was put the accent. It's Antiques Roadshow, it. isn't it? Right, you have to do it, though. All right. I think this is the most interesting and unusual doll that I've seen on my 36 years on the roadshow, expert Bunny Capoin began. As the camera panned over to a doll, a doll-like model with glass eyes. But it's not a doll, she continued, explaining that the form of the body showed it to be an effigy. My mother bought it from an auction house in the early 70s, the Antiques Roadshow guest explained, adding that she thought the model was 
beautiful. I've loved him. I've always loved him. I think he's beautiful. I think he's smiling. I believe okay. it's a funeral effigy of a three-year-old son that died of the Duke of Buckingham. <laughs> what? <laughs> How the fuck? And that's where the story takes the darker turn. <laughs> Is that what it says? No, that's oh. just, it's just the way it's like, oh, it's beautiful. And then it's like... The Duke of Buckingham. Yeah, so it's it's a funeral effigy of a three-year-old son that died. Um, and it's the son of the Duke of Buckingham. And he was the first Marquis of Normandy. And he died in 1715. Okay. In those days, the monarchy and aristocracy would make wooden and wax effigies to put on the funeral casket. It was believed that they could be in touch with their ancestors through these effigies. They would wear most elaborate clothes with a fantastic hat, a real wig, which is correct, and a lovely little face in a linen shirt with a wonderful overcoat. Mm. <laughs> Please tell me you've got a picture. <laughs> yeah, it's Thank God for that. And then, yeah, she basically just said ten to £20,000. What year did he say it was from? Uh, 1715. I was going to say, you think it might be worth more than that if it was from 17 fucking 15. Yeah, I would have thought so, but it's also like, would you want this in your house is the next question. Are you ready for this? What the fuck? That's What the fuck is that dog? Why has it got one eye bigger than the other? I don't know, mate. That's but that's horrendous, weird. isn't it? Yeah. And that's a funeral doll. It's a funeral doll supposed to I think look... he's smiling. I think I... he's possessed you. <laughs> yeah. He's definitely not smiling. <laughs> look at it. How did you acquire it? It followed me home one day. <laughs> <laughs> I bet it's like even the hair is probably like... It's probably from real. From a child. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. I can know. I think if I had a kid like that, I'd just punt it to next door. Yeah, and it just mate, like I think he's smiling. No, is it I think porcelain. He, is it like a proper porcelain doll? Your soul, mate. Um, or is it, what did you say? It's made of wax or wood or something? Wax. Yeah. Oh, it's fucking tall. Jesus Christ. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. I forgot to show you that, mate. The, Fuck me. <laughs> it's about two foot in height. Is that Nadine Dorries? <laughs> no, that's expert bunny Capoin. Oh, it looks like Nadine Dorries. Creepy. And it's got the. As... the the Shit. carcass of the child inside it. That's why it's <laughs> so perfect. I hope not. It's just preserved in wax. Yeah, like House of Wax. Yeah, like like, House of, like, like that film about people being preserved in wax, also known as House of Wax. Starring um, Paris Hilton. Yeah, sorry. Oh, mate. Yeah, I forgot she was in it. Um, oh, the mid-2000s were a weird, weird time for a Very for strange movie, time, uh, for weren't movies. they? Yeah. yeah. Um, so, yeah, Antiques Roadshow. Bosh. That's going on the Instagram. <laughs> and so will this do you want to hear about the ball <clears throat> yes mate because it sounds like you fucking deserved it ball with horns on fire gores man to death after being set alight as part of Spanish festival the ball ruptured the man's spleen why is it always the spleen a man has died after be- it's a, a dude's died I mean he probably did deserve it he set a ball on fire but yeah, a man has died after being gored by a bull Set alight as part of a traditional bull-running festival in Spain, horrific footage shows Adrian Martinez Fernandez, 24, being buffeted by the half-ton animal in the town of Valladala in Valencia on Sunday the 21st of August. 
The video shows the bull with its horns set alight as part of the barbaric festival. Fernandez was taken to hospital after the incident, but doctors were unable to save his life. It's understood that the man's spleen was fatally ruptured when the beast crashed into him, causing shock to terrified onlookers. The festival in which the name of the patron saint has been suspended by authorities in the town, there was due to be another event on Monday. The Daily Mail reports the man had travelled from Almasana to take part in the day celebrations. The bull with flaming horns is known as Toro Embolador. That sounds pretty sick. To be fair, or, that, that's a badass name. Or Bull with Balls. Bull with Balls? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you have balls. I like balls. It's a common slot. It's a common sight at similar events across Spain. The pain and heat caused by the flame. Sorry, the pain and heat caused by the flames works the animal into a frenzy, making them even more dangerous. People then try and dodge the ball as it runs around in distress. A minute's silence was held in remembrance for Fernandez after the news of his death broke on Sunday night. Fuck that! Right. The festivities a part of Valada's celebrations for its patron saint, San Bertamu. San Bertamu? The Casamuro del Monte Calavero and the Virgin de Gracia. I've, I've, if you're Spanish and I butchered that, I'm very sorry. <laughs> I can barely read English. <laughs> Bullfighting was declared part of Spain's national heritage in 2013. The country's conservative government this is effectively bucked in attempts to ban the practice. Do you want to see the picture of the bull with his horns on fire? Oh God, it sounds metal as fuck, mate. Yeah, it I looks do. Like, but... It looks like some kind of weird minotaur. Yeah, you played Assassin's Creed Odyssey, the, the one set in Egypt. Uh, yes. Yeah, yeah, you know when you sort of like meet the gods and it's like a weird sort of vision. Have you met like Anubis and shit? Oh, I never actually got that far. That was the one that I stopped but playing. I'm pretty sure at one point you fight a, 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 min, a minotaur. That's a, that's a man with a bull's head, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, but basically this looks like something that could just go into the, with his horns on fire. It just looks yeah, like something yeah. that would fit that perfectly. Oh, mate, that's badass. I mean, yeah. it's not because it's like basically animal cruelty, but... But look at that. Mate. Yeah. I mean, they must strap something to the end of the horns to make They've them got to, they? do that, yeah. Like, yeah, I mean, it looks badass, but, yeah, it's, it's not kosher, really, though, is it? It's not nice. It looks like it should be an album cover for a metal band. Give me this abduction story, then. Man abducted by aliens 50 years ago said he was warned of World War Three and COVID. A 68-year-old fisherman claimed he was warned about COVID after World... Uh, after World War Three. It's always a fisherman. Why is it always a fisherman? I've got no idea. But, yeah, 60, a 68-year-old fisherman claimed he was warned about COVID and World War Three after being abducted by aliens 50 years ago. Calvin Parker said he kept his visions to himself, but now fears that they're becoming a reality, prompting him to share them with the world. Again, convenient. It's According- after, sorry, he's, he's saying he got told about COVID, but he's just decided to share his views with the world after now, COVID struck. After not it's before, already happened. Not warning yeah. us. Yeah, oh, yeah, it... that thing that happened, I got told about that 50 years ago. Yeah, fucking told you. Oh, did told you, you know, mate? Oh, uh, yeah, conveniently. Someone looking after you? Is there yeah. someone you need to yeah, be? Yeah. But then, if you also knew it was coming, why wouldn't you buy, like, stocks in mask companies? You know what I yeah. mean? Like, buy, buy, buy shares some... in fucking AstraZeneca or something. Yeah, or Pfizer, you know what I mean? Yeah. Just like, a bit like, um, or just, 
Yeah, I guess if you're going to shout about on a street corner, you get that's a fast way to get locked up and put yeah. in the funny bin, isn't it? But <laughs> the funny bin, the funny <laughs> bin. Um, my time here on Earth Sorry, is almost. I just realised you've got that. It's the loony bin and the funny farm. You've mashed them two together. I've, I've mashed them together, haven't I? <laughs> yeah, yeah. 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 I just realised that. Sorry. <laughs> I was like, funny bin. That's, I've not heard that before. My time here on the earth is almost over. I would not want to leave here knowing there could be something I could do to help someone. Like, fuck off, mate. You've known this for 50 so years. So he's saying this on his deathbed? I don't, I don't know why he's saying it, but like he's 68, you know what I mean? And he's like, oh, he's my time's it. almost uh, over. You know, he's probably got... It does sound like he's saying it on his deathbed. 12 years, at least. You know what I mean? Yeah, it depends about his, on his lifestyle, I suppose, but... Yeah. Recalling his alleged experience, Parker revealed a UFO landed on the banks of a river in Pascagoula, Mississippi, while he was fishing with a friend. He claimed to have been shown horrific events during his 1972 encounter, calling COVID the plague, and he said it was caused by mankind. This plague will kill millions, cause food shortages, and people will fight and steal other people's things just to survive. I mean, kind of did, but also didn't happen. Yeah, but he's saying this after uh, the fact, though, isn't he? Yeah, pretty much. So he's been having visions uh, for the last 50 years, and he's just kept him to himself. Yeah. You know what I mean? d This is already going on, but it will get worse. Family against family. Friend against friend. Mate, I will fucking 1v1 rust you, mate. I swear to God, man. <laughs> me? Yeah, you, mate, if it comes what down for? to it. He, well, he's saying family against family, friend against friend. You know what I mean? I'm fucking... You we and me, have mate. a contingency plan for something like this. Yes, and you're saying you're going to stab me in the back for it? Mate, 1v1 rust, bro. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, so apparently friend against friend. Uh, there will be a time when it will be impossible to trust anyone. Parker then shared his vision of World War Three in light of the tensions between Russia and Ukraine and US and China. China. Uh, he claimed that water supplies would be cut off, along with food so shortages and toxic land so bad that no more crops would grow after the war. I don't know if it's a nuclear war or not, but it puts, the na puts nation against nation. There will not be a nation on earth that is not touched by this war. I didn't come up with this on my own. I... This was not a figment of my imagination. What I saw, this is what I saw, or should I say, shown during my abduction experience. I truly hope that these visions do not come true. Parker underwent regressive hypnosis with the world's top alien abduction researcher, Bud Hopkins, to unravel memories from his alleged abduction. He said a female alien scratched his eyes with her fingernails and strangled him Ooh. after shoving her finger up his nose. I mean... I thought you were going to say his arse then. <laughs> I was about... I was kind of hoping. I mean, you know. So, some people will pay a woman to do that to him. You know what I mean? <laughs> During the taped hypnosis session, Parker said, She's evil. She's really evil. I can see destruction. I'm able to see things that I've never seen before. Parker described his near-death experience as being 
the best feeling he's ever had in his life. He claimed that to have seen angels when his soul left his body before landing back to his physical form. He concluded that this was when my blood was drained out of me and replaced with what I still don't know. Oh, wow, that took a fucking weird turn. Yeah. And then things were shown to me from the past, present and future. I guess one could call it a curse. Ever since then, I've had major health problems, but I've slowly overcome most of them. Maybe I was handed a curse, or maybe it could be a way to help save our planet or mankind. But it scares the hell out of me. Not for me, but for the future of us all. I mean, you should have fucking started talking about this a while back, mate, if you were. Yeah, I love the way you said, I've got shown stuff from the past and the present. Surely that's just the History Channel and Sky News. Yeah, basically. The past and the present. And the you know future I mean? the gadget show. Yeah. <laughs> With tomorrow's world. Tomorrow's world, yeah, yeah. With the Jetsons. He's like, watching Sky when he's fucked up. That's what he's Straight doing. up, mate. <laughs> Boshing some DMT and then being a vegetable. <laughs> like, but it's like, why? Yeah, it, all of this cooked, shit yeah. comes out now. You know what I mean? It's like Time Traveller from 20... 78 comes back to tell us we're all fucked and you're like we know we know yeah and you're like just fucking grow up a bit mate like yeah that that was sorry it just that type of shit does annoy me sometimes it's just like why don't you just do something you know what i mean like you've you've been sitting on this information for 50 years you prick (laughs) like right hit me what you got from one ufo alien story to another blazing through the stars, UFO reported exploding over Carlsbad during storm. Oh, Ashley Bach was watching a lightning storm with her husband, Corey, and their kids Monday night when something strange happened. The family saw a cluster of unexplained orangish yellow lights appear in the sky, multiply and flicker in and out. I immediately pulled out my phone and started taking a video, she said. There was initially a bright light. It immediately went to three. It kind of like rotated, but it was pretty stationary. One of the lights first to appear, Bach said, burst into flames before the family's eyes. A second light remained, but faded in and out repeatedly. They would stop blinking and go completely dark, Bach said. Then they would just come back and start blinking again. This event began about 9pm, Buck said, and continued for an hour in the skies to the north and west of her home in southeast of Carlsberg, near Loving. She stressed that although one could be quick to believe that it was a mark of an unidentified flying object, brackets UFO, or extraterrestrial life form, the odd lights could have been a human aircraft or potentially a military operation. I told my kids it's a UFO because mum and dad can't identify it, Buck said. (laughs) It could be a plane. It could be military. For us, it's a UFO. We can't identify it. The assistant manager at the local restaurant was pulled over at a truck stop heading out of town when he spotted the red lights. They appeared overhead about 9.06pm, at first looking like stars, but blinking weirdly, he said. Then lights started splitting and getting brighter, moving quickly across the night sky, he said. At one point, it lit up so bright, it lit up every cloud in the sky, Gonzalo said. It was bright as hell. I've never seen anything like that. The brighter than every star in the sky. After recording for seven minutes. 
After recording the incident for several minutes, Duncan said he became increasingly worried for his own safety. It was blading through the stars! We took off because we scared! It was real frightening! <laughs> the current Argus was unable to identify the source of the spectacle. And then it goes on to say uh, about your, uh, Mexico, New Mexico's fascination with UFOs. It probably talks about Roswell. Blah, 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 blah. I mean, it looked... Yeah. It looked too stationary, not not too uniform, because... But I expect... It looked very if it, stereotypical. If, if like. it was like a proper UFO, it would have done the blink, like one, two, three, and Around. then just gone... And, but you would have seen it going... Whoosh, and, and fuck off, rather than just disappear. Like if yeah, it just, but it if you saw the cloud, light just go, you know what I mean? yeah, but to be like a proper, like a alien craft, to see it light up, go do do do, and then just go, and like literally streak through the sky. Yeah, true. Like okay, yeah, that's a UFO. But the fact it just disappears, you're like, oh, maybe it's just a weird plane that just got obscured by a cloud or something. Yeah, maybe. I mean, it was in the same place. Like when it came back, oh, it looked yeah, like it true. anyway. Well, it is a UFO because we don't know what it is. That's the point. <laughs> Very true. Or oh, what was yeah. the other terminology for it? UAP. A UAP, yeah. An identified aerial phenomenon. Aerial phenomenon. Phenomenon. Boop, boop, Phenomenon. Boop, boop, I mean, is it literally the law when somebody makes that noise? You've got to do it back, right? Yeah. Um, I just thought the article was funny. It, yeah, I mean, it was fair. blazing and it set into flames and it clearly didn't. No, it clearly <laughs> like, didn't. what? Unless that's when they decided if artistic just to get license their phone with out. the, uh, with yeah. the uh, article yeah. there. Anyway, yes, yeah, so we have, we have yeah. a lot of Bigfoot news. So this is going to be the uh, stories from the crypt Bigfoot Corner. Ah. Oh, yeah. Right, how many Bigfoot stories have you got? Mate, I, f I found about 11 in total. Yeah, well, how many um, did we agree on? <laughs> We've agreed on four with a little cheeky one to tease for next week. Spate of Bigfoot sighting sparks new theory that the mythical beast could be real. US Army sent squad of commandos to murder Bigfoot family for tests. Bigfoot spotted on British beach as terrified tourists report seeing 15 foot tall beast. <laughs> Right, labs reckon they've spotted Bigfoot running in the background of their video. Another Bigfoot is uh, Bigfoot video is doing the rounds on social media after a mysterious object was spotted object. in the background. Yeah, uh, of their video filmed in Mississippi. Of course, they caught it on camera, but was it high quality? Of course not. <laughs> of course not. So, I love the way yeah. that's just a running theme now, that they're always shit quality videos. Yeah, exactly, mate. Was it filmed on a potato? Get it on there. The clip was shared by Cryptid University. Features a guy whipping around in his truck. Sorry, wait. Cryptid University? Yeah, I follow these guys on Instagram. Do you not? Oh, I, I thought for a minute, I thought there was an actual university about cryptids that you could go to to study. <laughs> yeah, you, it's can just actually, an Instagram page. you can actually buy a course. It's like 20 quid. I've seen it pop up. I was going to get it for you for Christmas one year as a joke. Oh, and there's that, you should have and, done that. And uh, well, I mean, it still pops up every so often. There's like courses out there and like really bizarre shit, like crystal healing and fucking stuff like that. And then like cryptid is one of them. UFO research is another one. And. They're like 25 quid. Does that mean that we can become official cryptid researchers? 
I mean, it could well do, mate. Uh, the clip shared by Cryptid University features a guy whipping around in his truck. The lad in the passenger seat is filming and the two can be heard chatting away. Then, through the driver's wind seat window, they manage to catch a few seconds of the mystery beast fleeing through the trees, apparently disturbed by the closeness of their vehicle. Also, very conveniently, managed to catch Bigfoot in centre frame as, as they capture some candid footage of their off-road adventure. And there's a video. And there's a video. All right, come on then. Are you ready As a this? chief Bigfoot researcher of stories from the crypt, I'll be the judge of this. Yeah, but who found all the Bigfoot news this week, mate? Oh, fucking you, know, you did by the look of it. The slow-mo bit. Ooh, there that is, is so CGI. That's complete bollocks. Right, it looks too like dark. Like it's way yeah. too dark. That's CGI just fuck. Or it's a geezer <laughs> so in a like suit. like leap over something. Yeah, it's, a, it's either a CGI or it's a dude in a suit. That's fucking bollocks. What was them arrows pointing at beforehand? Oh, I was saying where to look. Um, ah, fuck yeah. that. That's bollocks. <laughs> yeah, I'm not having that. That that, having that that brings a disgrace to the name of Bigfoot Hunters. I mean, but... I mean, it doesn't take much to do that, but... Nah, nah, I mean, you know what I'm saying. Next do one. you want me to do another one, or do you want to do no, one no, of yours? No, do the... Uh, what did we agree? We just agreed what to do. Mm. Spate of Bigfoot sighting sparks new theory that the mythical beast could be real. A photograph of a, of a mysterious figure has caused a farm manager to quit his job after numerous supposed Bigfoot sightings in the area while animals on the farm have been going missing. Another Bigfoot sighting has been made just days after the video footage of an unidentified mammal was seen in the same area, sparking more theories that the beast could be real. Donnie Hicks owns a farm in Tennessee, USA, where a spate of Bigfoot sightings have been recently made, including a half-man, half-dog creature that was caught on camera. Gonna load that up super quick. Well, that's not Bigfoot if it's half-man, half-dog. Nah, but there that's is a video. That's Dogman, not Bigfoot. <laughs> yeah, yeah, there's Dogman, not, not Big... Yeah, like, Dogfoot, not Bigfoot. Dogfoot. Yeah. Big man. Yeah, <laughs> big man. It's <laughs> a fucking big geezer, like, walk, right? <laughs> oh, my own big man, mate. Turns sideways, disappears. Yeah. Uh, he, he was unnerved recently when he noticed that animals were going missing from the farm and he couldn't explain what had happened to them. But then he saw the creature. He had no idea what it was, but he's scared for his life. As one witness called it, Il Diablo Yeti. <laughs> And he's now shared a picture of the beast. <laughs> it's more oh, distracting when you sit there with your hand over your mouth. I had a fucking half a drink of beer in my mouth. I was trying to fucking <laughs> piss it all over my laptop. And now he's shared... Diablo Yeti. Yeti. Sorry. And, now, and now he's shared a picture of the beast with Bigfoot theorists in the hope of identifying the huge bipedal animal. Okay, so it's something a dog or what? Oh, la verga! Oh, wow. <laughs> oh, wow. You shat yourself then, mate. You properly no, sat didn't up. Myself, but I couldn't see what was going on until it stood up. Ah, yeah, okay. Go back to the start again. Go back to the start. Okay, so it's something a dog or I know where it is now. Yeah. yeah. Oh, la verga. Oh, la verga. Yeah. <laughs> it's completely gone. Yeah. 
El Diablo Yeti. Is that the end? Yeah, basically, it then goes on to talk about this geezer, and there's been lots of shit seen around the area, um, including, like, again, you know, I don't claim to say that the mirror is a source for a lot of paranormal things, but that is not a Bigfoot. That is a werewolf. No, that's a werewolf. Analyzing the picture, some said that the figure's arms seem to be long enough to be the real thing. One shared a similar experience, writing, Bigfoot eats my chickens, as many as 12 in one night. And they were up in a tree. What are your chickens doing in a tree, man? Chickens don't go up trees. They're notoriously ground-dwelling birds. Two separate Bigfoot sightings reported in South Carolina this year. Two Bigfoot sightings have been reported in South Carolina this year, according to Bigfoot Field Researchers Organization, a.k.a. BFRO. I've just made that up. I don't know if that's what they call themselves. <laughs> It'd be great if they would. You should According to its website, the creature was spotted twice this summer, once on July 5th and another, and then another time on August 2nd. The first sighting was reported near a power line cut, which the report says is common for Bigfoot, Bigfoot sightings. What? Okay. So what, they cut the power cables? Well, apparently Bigfoots are sighted near power lines that are cut. The area is near Clove in York County. A professional forester reported hearing a knocking noise and a strange smell in the area. He also said he found a large area of grass that was compressed, quotes, as if something large is sleeping there regularly. The second sighting was in Beaufort County in the Hunting Island State Park near the lighthouse. The reporting person said they saw a creature walking on the side of the road in front of the car. Quote, the incident happened very quickly as the creature disappeared into the lush palmetto and pine forest, bracket jungle, that surrounds the exit road. The report noted that the first, the organisation essentially seeks to resolve the mystery surrounding the Bigfoot phenomenon. That is, to derive concise documentation of the species' existence. The website says, "Yeah, there's no, uh, there's no footage from it, but there are two. What do they, what do they say it was? Uh, The first multi, multi witness daylight sighting." U.S. Army sent squad of commandos to murder Bigfoot family for tests. A new Bigfoot documentary claims the U.S. Army once sent a crack squad of commandos deep into Ohio to kill a family of Sasquatches and bring their bodies back for testing. The U.S. Army tracked the family of Bigfoot before murdering them and then taking them back to base for examination, Sasquatch fanatics have claimed. On the unofficial Bigfoot Reddit page, a site that is among the most openly deranged on the internet. How dare you? I'm in that Reddit. Yeah, me too. Yeah. How very dare they. One monster under claim that they'd heard of claims on a new documentary titled A Flash of Beauty, Bigfoot Revealed. The documentary... <laughs> Why would you call a documentary about Bigfoot that? A Flash of Beauty? <laughs> Boy, he's a majestic beast. The documentary allegedly looked into reports that a special forces team had carried out the killing close to the Patterson Air Force Base in Ohio. The post read, In the new Bigfoot movie, A Flash of Beauty, Bigfoot Revealed, there is a section where they talk about the military getting involved to track Bigfoot. The guy, 
who has blacked out for privacy, in the movies said that the Special Forces team tracked a family of Bigfoot and killed them because they were dangerous and took them back to the Air Force Base. Naturally, the claims drew much scepticism from the famously pessimistic Sasquatch community. A young lieutenant was quoted, We can't keep the privates from telling their stripper girlfriends about an upcoming op. Do you really think they can keep their mouth shut about something like this? Brilliant. However, <laughs> perfectly executed, there was one veteran who claimed it was plausible. They said, we worked on secret stuff in the military. A lot of the stuff simply just doesn't surface. A lot of non-secret stuff never reaches the public's awareness e either. There's too much going on in the world for that to happen. And then another said, having grown up in the area, there's always been stupid rumors about aliens, Bigfoot and stuff at the base. I guess we'll never know. What really happened? Unless you fucking tell us, you prick. Yeah, exactly. Bigfoot spotted on Brit Beach as terrified tourists report seeing 15-foot-tall beast. Shocked Brit tourists have witnessed a huge beast built like Arnold Schwarzenegger <laughs> while taking Get in down. the sunshine. <laughs> yeah. Whilst taking in the sunshine while on holiday to Norfolk. <laughs> There's sunshine in Norfolk. I know, mate. <laughs> I know. It looks like Bigfoot's gone on holiday to Norfolk. Visitors have reported seeing a massive beast on Holcomb Beach over the past week. One sun seeker said he saw a 15-foot tall creature built like Arnold Schwarzenegger. And huge footprints five times the size of a man's were also seen at the beauty spot. It's the first time evidence of the woodland wildman. <laughs> That's a great, great bit of wordplay. Uh, has been seen in the area, although there have long been rumours of weird goings-on in the area. It's because everybody's fucking related over there, isn't it? <laughs> so weird goings-on. Last year, the paper was told how a footprint and claw marks were said to belong to Bigfoot were found in Cannock Chase. <laughs> oh, God, him again. Him again. What man in North, North, Norfolk, who wanted to remain anonymous, said he'd nipped off for a wee in the sand dunes when he spotted the monster last weekend. He said, I was with a group of friends paddleboarding, and I'd gone for a wee in the dunes when I'd spotted something out the corner of my eye. I saw this thing, 15 foot tall, certainly more than double my height, and built like Arnie. Come on, don't bullshit me. <laughs> it Nine. Uh, it glanced around at me, and I stood frozen to the spot. It then bounded off across the dunes and into the pine forest. I told my friends what I'd seen, and they just laughed at me and told me I should get some glasses. Aw. Ooh. On Monday, Clemmy Long, 31, spotted two huge footprints as she walked along the beach with her cavapoo. Dusty. She said all of a sudden Dusty put her nose right to the ground and pulled me along. She'd never been more insistent about something and took me straight to these footprints. Clemmie said when she saw them she couldn't believe it. They must be five times the size of a human footprint. So that was Soros and Crypt Bigfoot Corner. Are you going to give us the teaser for next week? I will. And I hope you're ready for this. Man says he killed his friend because he summoned Bigfoot. Yeah, that's pretty wild. Um, yeah. so, so tune yeah. in next week for tune more. Tune in next week, gang. Bigfoot news. So, have you got any monkey updates from the monkey news? I do have some quick monkey updates for you, actually. Um, so they've the toll has ridden to a, they've attacked over fifty-eight people. 
They've killed over... They've killed. Killed. <laughs> killed. <laughs> they've attacked over 58 people uh, in just three weeks. Um, but what they have done is they've apparently executed a member of the monkey gang. Which Ooh. you are asking for war when that happens. They whacked one of the monkey gang. They have, mate. They have. And you are asking for trouble. A marauding monkey that's been harassing people in Japan was recently tracked down and executed by a team of specially commissioned hunters. The Maca- but are they also monkeys? <laughs> yeah, mate, that would be great, wouldn't it? They've <laughs> yeah. all got like little, like the fucking. They've got a gog- pack of bonobos to hunt down the macaques. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and they've got like the little, like Sam Fisher goggles. Going dark. Yeah. <laughs> the macaque was part of a monkey gang that was responsible for more than 50 attacks in the city of Yamaguchi. Uh, but some residents have been uh, begun arming themselves with umbrellas, pruning shears as well to protect themselves from the marauding macaques. But it's all Fair kicking enough. off still. So, so uh, we'll stay continue tuned. to keep a look on Monkey News. That beats the echo. Monkey news. Anyway, now it is time for the... <laughs> I forgot what I was going to say. <laughs> Movie review. Movie review. Wormwood Apocalypse. Horror movies. Mutilation. Decapitation. Torture. Does that sound entertaining? Yeah, so this is the sequel to Wormwood's... The... What's it called? Is it called Wormwood? It's not called Wormwood First Blood, is it? I was about to say Wormwood Fury Road then for a minute, but uh, no, the original was... So Wormwood Apocalypse is the pre-sequel, sorry, to Wormwood Road of the Dead, which yeah. we watched for the Cursed Tapes, as the it were. The original yeah. podcast episodes that are now no, no longer available, which we fucking loved. Yeah. Basically. It was, it was great. But this is the sequel, and uh, not as good. No? So let me just hit you with the synopsis again. So uh, in in a zombie-infested Australian wasteland, Soldier Reese has dedicated uh, his life to tracking and capturing survivors for the Surgeon General in hopes of finding a cure. Mm. Um, Yeah, I I think I agree with you. Not as good as the first one. Um, it, It took a bit to get going. Yeah, I felt, and then it yeah. was like balls to the wall action for like the last half of the film. I'd say the last quarter, really, yeah. for me. But uh, yeah, for me, it was it wasn't as funny as it's meant to be, like a horror comedy. I and think it, they it went over the top. With the it comedy. wasn't horror; it was an action film. Yeah, it was action. Yeah, hundred yeah. um, percent. But I. I but then they, again, I was thinking this while I was watching it. Most zombie films now. Are action, action films? They're not yeah. horror films. Yeah, that, that's very fair. To be fair, um, yeah. that's very fair. To very be fair. fair to be fair. Very fair to be fair. But yeah, I mean, I think they went over the top. That it was almost forced humour in it. In my opinion, I was like, I, the first was one was very was like, like, like this is a little bit cringe humour. You know what I mean? I mean, there was bits in it that actually really made me laugh out loud. Like, it, I think it was more physical stuff in it. But, like, I remember the first one, there was a lot more, like, the dialogue was more funny. Yeah, and this more was, like, funny. every time it cut yeah. to, like, the Surgeon General geezer who was doing something silly. 
You know what I mean? It was yeah. It felt very slapstick comedy wise. And yeah, I was just a bit. Was, I wasn't. I wasn't there for it. It kind of ruined the tone yeah. a bit too much. I'm not saying it's it's not a bad film, but it's it's not. It wasn't great. Compa- I'm only comparing it to the first one. From what I remember, I didn't rewatch the first one before we watched this. But from what I remember, from us watching the first one, mm. it was. I thought it was fucking brilliant. I'm, well, I'm pretty sure we both thought it was brilliant, but yeah, this yeah. one was just. It just didn't. It didn't hit them same notes. Do you know what I mean? It wasn't quite there. Yeah. Okay. Like, like if they would have just left it at the first, it would have been perfect. Yeah. And now they've. It. I think there's a big gap between the first and the second. Pretty sure the first mm-hmm. one was like 2006, 15, 16, something like that. And it does say continuation uh, that it basically does pick up right where, where the it last left one off. Yeah. Left off. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I guess it, it was just a bit corny. It was a bit cheesy. The comedy it, was a bit cheesy for me. Uh, for me, um, the comedy wasn't there. I don't think it, I didn't feel, feel like it was corny. There were certain bits that did make me laugh. Yeah. So, I mean, there, there, yeah, there were some bits. I mean, again, the I thought the costume, like the masks, that it's they very, were very Mad the Max. They yeah. were very good. They were spot on. Again, like it's very in keeping with the film. first film, yeah. very Mad Max, like extremely Mad Max. I think that's what they went, the kind of vibe they went for with the first one. So yeah, they were have Max to keep that. Apocalypse Fury Road. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Don't they describe it as like Dawn of the Dead meets Mad Max or something like that? Yeah, I think that they yeah. described the first one as that. Yeah, I think, but. I mean that side of stuff was really cool. Like I love like the makeshift guns, like the, the trucks and the vehicles, the trucks and how his like little camp was set up. I guess just on yeah. the comedy bit as well. There was then there was a bit where to kind of power the base, like his little base where he was sleeping. He had a zombie on a bike, didn't he? <laughs> he had like a bit of meat yeah, with a bit of meat hanging. Yeah, to well, make basically, him in this post-apocalyptic world with zombies, they release this weird gas from the mouths so it's you can capture these zombies put a mask on them and they can power vehicles and power plants and power your electric through the gas through, that like, comes out of their mouths yeah gas and breath which is and like stuff, the main yeah. sort of like their take on the zombie world i suppose which is quite it's quite it's interesting it's new i suppose yeah it's a new I'm, take i'm there it, for like. that but like the film overall just didn't really land for me compared to the first one. I, I mean, the whole way through, I was comparing it to the first one, which I probably shouldn't have been. But even yeah. if I didn't, I it, I don't know, it just didn't really land properly for me. It's just a bit... Bit of a bit shame. Of a, yeah, yeah it was a massive shame because of how much I loved... Well, yeah, loved the first one. Yeah. But the first one had a lot more... That, that, that Australian dry comedy. Yeah. With like kind of proper jokes and like weird like not cut scenes but the way they cut stuff together and they had like a lot of montages and it was just like a really cheesy on purpose and this just didn't really hit that same them same notes no. i don't know if they were going for something different i'm not sure but yeah yeah i feel like there was more um there was more gore in the first one as well more practical yeah, I f- effects and i feel stuff. like in this one there was a bit more cgi with like the headshots and the gore but I have to say, the penultimate boss fight was sick. I did enjoy that. It was awesome. It was, it was good. 
that was amazing. Yeah, I yeah. did really enjoy that. Again, it yeah. did get a little bit silly at parts. Um, but I think but... that is the point of the kind of genre of the film. Like, zom- is it zomedy, they call it? Or they, they do. Yeah, it's like a zom- zombie comedy, isn't it? Like, Shaun of the Dead sort of started that kind yeah, of thing. Yeah, a rom-zom-com. Yeah. yeah, that was it, yeah, yeah. Awesome Even though like there's, no, there's no uh, rom in this zom-com. No. Zom-com, no. that's it, zom-com. Yeah. yeah. Uh, no, I, I did enjoy it, but... Yeah, it's, it's, it took a bit to get going for me, and then after that, I was just well. I don't it's know. an hour and a half film that to me felt longer, felt like, which yeah, is same. Never a good sign, really. Like we said last week with uh, what was it called? The Long Night. It was a, oh, an hour and a half film that lasted. About I looked three at hours. you blankly because I think I'd, I'd erased it from all memory yeah, yeah. because it's, I never want to think of that film again. <laughs> it's not. It's nowhere near as bad as that. No, out of the two, I'd pick this. Just, all, all day, but I just love songs. Well, out of the two of, there. obviously, you should really watch the first one first, and the second one if you're an actual person like me, and you complete. If you you can't just dive you call into yourself an actual person, Max. I said if you're an actual person, like <laughs> I me, mean, you're a completist. You can't just dive into series five of Game of Thrones. You have to start from the start. Yeah, true. I have to start from the start on everything. I can't just dive into series seven of The Office, never watching it before. I have to start from the start. Oh yeah, yeah. You know We're what not mean? psychopaths, okay? yeah. You know what I mean? So. All right. Just watch the first one, and then just if you if you if you really feel the need, maybe watch the second one. But I wouldn't. The first one. I, w- I wouldn't do say it. don't watch it, but don't expect too much. Yeah. But definitely watch the first one. Yeah. Definitely watch the first one. From what sure. I remember, anyway, it's yeah. been a while. It has been a while since we watched that film. Yeah, it's been a minute. I mean, it was released. The original one was released in 2014. It was 2014, but we did watch it until, what, 2015, 2016? Something like that, yeah. yeah. The Curse Tapes, yeah. And what was the uh, sequel? 2021, 20... so last 2021. year. 2021, okay, yeah. yeah, yeah. So I guess, but, I yeah. mean, with Rona but... and all of that stuff, but it could have caused... I like the fact, you know, there's about 15 people in it, in the entire film in total. Yeah. And, yeah, you know, probably less than that, really. Yeah, and most of them are bit parts. You know, what mm. I mean, like the main. The I mean, main it is cast. a very low budget Australian film, and it's the, you know, it, they're not. It's not Kylie Minogue and fucking Jason Donovan in this film. Do you know <laughs> what I mean? They're not, strange they're not, actors to pull out of the hat. Then they're, they're the only Australian actors I can fucking <laughs> think of. And uh, guy, what's his face? Guy, oh god, he's in the he's in one of the Annie films. I'm sure. He's a big Hollywood, Hollywood actor. Guy, that's really going to piss me off. Not Guy Ritchie. He was in a, he was in uh, Neighbours, and then he went on to like... Guy, Guy Pierce. Pierce. Guy Pierce, yeah. He was in Neighbours, then went on to like massive things in Hollywood. But yeah, there wasn't big actors in it. It was yeah, unknown stuff. It was small it's a, people. It's a, it's a low-budget film. that got yeah. a, low bu- a bit of a bigger budget sequel by the look of the CGI in it. And mm. there was drone shots... At the start, good drone shots know, at the start. Do you notice yeah. the drone shots? Yeah, yeah. yeah, I was like, oh, somebody got quite a drone blatant for this. drone shots. So yeah, yeah. look what we got. Woo-hoo! Yeah. yeah, and then did they use it again? No, no. Um, but <laughs> we I had mean... the drone for a day. <laughs> yeah, we got our shots and we let we let it back. <laughs> yeah, that was all the budget spread to. Yeah, let's wrap Getting this up. A, but, a um, out of five, what what do you reckon, then, mate? What do you reckon? <sighs> two and a half, maybe. I was three, gonna go three at a push. I was gonna two, go and two and a half. Yeah, straight down yeah. the middle, mate. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Not Again, good. I'd watch Not it. Not great. 
maybe a good bad. hangover watch. Maybe a good yeah. chill out day. Smoke a doob. Fucking sit, sit I mean, in your pants. It is an action film, really. Yeah. Not particularly horror. I, I wanted... There was a, a, a severe lack of zombies for a zombie film as well, which was yeah, weird. It's, it's um, like that bit when walk, in Walking Dead where the zombies aren't even an issue anymore. It's the people you have to look out for. It's <laughs> yeah. the same sort of thing, isn't it? Yeah, yeah exactly that. Uh, so, yeah. 2.5 out of 5. 2.5 out of 5. Oh, we Straight need to... Uh, we need to pick the next film. Oh, yeah. Wheel me, mate. Wheel let's, me around. Let's get the, let's get the wheel. You spin the wheel round, 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 baby. Right round. Spin it, boy. Right, we're on the wheel. Next week's film. Let's spin that wheel. Spinning, spinning, spinning. Come on, baby. Give us a film. Give us a good one. Give us a good one. Oh, man. Oh, you were talking about this. You said it was It's quite a recent one. It's pretty decent. We're just normal men. We're just normal men. We're just normal men. What do you mean, normal men? We're just innocent men. <laughs> yes, so we're watching Men for next week then. Yeah, it's a 20, this year release, 2022, I'm pretty sure. Uh, Easy. It was one of my choices, so uh, do you want me to give you the synopsis? Yeah, synopsis me, boy. So, Men, directed by Alec Garland, 2022. In the aftermath of a personal tragedy, Harper retreats alone to the beautiful English countryside, hoping to find a place to heal. But someone, or something, from the surrounding woods appears to be stalking her. What begins as a simmering dread becomes a fully formed nightmare, inhabited by her darkest memories and fears. Ooh. That sounds Man. bloody good, mate. Yeah, that it's. I've heard a lot of good things about this film. I'm oh, very yeah. excited to watch it. Yes, nice. I hope it lives up to the hype that I've. I don't think I've seen trials and little bits and pe like te- tiny teasers and stuff through Twitter, but never really like stopped to like look at it fully. But yeah, uh, I've heard good things. Hopefully, it lives up to what I expect it to be. But nice. I expect okay. nothing, as with yeah. every film we watch. As always, go in yeah. low expectations, and then, you know, if it's good, you're always pleasantly surprised. Yeah. So aim What's low. The, isn't that a quote from Dodgeball? Probably. Yeah, that sounds banging. I'd never heard of it before, so I'm not even going to Google it, not going to look at it. I'm just going to fucking dive in there, balls deep. But that synopsis yeah, has got me one around British countryside. Banging. So, men, next week... Thanks for listening. Thanks for tuning in. We Thanks are Stories from the Crypt. We We're on indeed. all good podcast platforms. Spotify, Amazon Music, Apple Music, Stitcher, all your shits. We're there. Stories from the Crypt. Give us a thumb, thumbs up. Give us a review. Yeah. Give us a follow. Give us a bell. Give us a like. All that shit. We're on Facebook. Uh, We're on Instagram at SFTC Podcast. And Twitter. And all Twitter. the social bullshits as, yep. at SFTC Podcast. You can... Send us an email. Uh, tell us about all spooky shit you might have had happen to you. Maybe it's a friend of a friend. Those stories, you know, as long as there's yeah, there's we'll still evidence. Read, we'll read them out. We'll read we'll, them out. We'll read them. We'll listen to them. We'll talk shit about them. Maybe we, we wanna, might get you on the show wanna, for a special a li- episode. A listeners, a listeners. We would like a listeners' corner where we read emails from people that have been molested by a mothman, who've been yeah. sassed by Sasquatch, and you've been gomed by the gnomes. <laughs> 
combed by the gnomes. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Gotten by a ghost? Let, let us know. So, Indeed. thank you for listening. It's uh, been a pleasure. Thanks for hanging out with us, as always, for yes. another week. And as Go you on, said last week, you've been beautiful. Yes, I did say that. <laughs> you have been beautiful. You did. It warmed yeah. my cockles, mate. Yeah. Um, but yeah, as always, I guess, don't drink the Kool-Aid. Absent friends. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade.